a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the first of many. Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcasts. We have done this for the entirety of first session, and we are really excited that you get to try it out. We started this podcast this year for one reason, and that's because Cobbacy is about things you cannot touch. It's about things you cannot see. You have to feel them. And so we thought the best way to do that was to deliver you a podcast every single night and let you hear from us and from sometimes guest speakers about what the day was like, what happened during the day, but also what I saw that day that I thought you might want to know about. So each podcast has two sections. The first is the Blue Sheet Report, and the second is This Is What I Saw Today. And hopefully you'll enjoy both of them. There's also a nice soundscape that will follow each of them, as you've already heard. And... As we begin, I must quickly give a shout out to Lex, who is our media specialist this year and has done a marvelous job thus far. Lex joins us from Tennessee and totally bought into the idea that our families might want to know about the small rhythms of Cobbacy, the tiny, wonderful little moments that make up a day, and the small things that eventually mean that your sons come back home taller, more self-confident, a deepened sense of humor, perhaps a wider sense of wonder, and then perhaps with some good stories that you might not all know the different characters of, or you might not know the lingo for, but you can understand by the emotional content that they have that they are important stories. For those of you who are returning parents, already today, those of you we saw at camp, you were telling me about how the boys were so excited to get back here and just so happy to be heading back to one of their favorite places in the whole world. And for those of you who are new parents, we're so excited for you to have that feeling next summer. And hopefully these podcasts will help everyone experience the intangibles that really make this a place set apart. So without any other preamble, here is the first podcast for second session, Camp Cobbacy 2017. The warriors and braves are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what happened today. This morning there were very few boys in camp. And the blue sheet that we all looked at was mostly a set of arrivals. We have a handful of boys who come to us from distant locations, points of origin that include California, Japan, sometimes France, England, the UK in general, 
And those boys arrive a night early so they can get over their jet lag and they hang out all day long at camp having fun with some of our best counselors. And then as the boys arrive, they join the larger throng of joyous young people who are all psyched to be here. Today from 8.45 to noon, we just got ready. We polished the things that need polishing and painted the things that need painting. Swept a series of floors, cleaned up the cabins one final time, and then the buses started arriving. And bit by bit, section by section, second session started to come alive. It all happened at once. A few parents dropped off by car, and of course that's wonderful also because we get to meet the whole family, say hello and welcome back, or welcome the first time. But then the Newton bus and the New York Connecticut bus arrives, and suddenly all at once, it's second session in full throng. At four o'clock, we had a scheduled activity of baseball, tennis, basketball, and football. And then at 5.45, we had the first flags of the season. And we'll talk about those in a second. Then, of course, 6 o'clock, dinner. Explain how the dinner works. It's a family-style dinner. After all, Cabasi is one giant family. And then everyone went inside to have some of Lewis's famous fried chicken. And I don't know if you have had this before, but for those parents who have joined us for visiting day and had Lewis's famous fried chicken during our fried chicken brunch, it is really something. I really love to eat, and I really love food from all over the country and the world. And I can tell you, with no sense of hyperbole, that Lewis's fried chicken is the best fried chicken I've ever had. I usually walk around at this time and make sure all the boys are feeling good. And everywhere I went, no one could tell me because their mouths were full of mashed potatoes, Lewis's fried chicken, the amazing coleslaw he makes, really soft rolls. It was a good first dinner. And after that, everybody ran out, literally ran out of the dining hall, so excited to be out and on Cobbesee's grounds, free, free boys in the summer, that I literally had to slow them down at the door. And they had a bunk night. And what that means, there's different units, of course, of Cobbesee. There is the larger camp. There is a special event that might affect all of those, like all camp capture the flag or something like that. Then there's group nights, and that's where the different groups, the age groups, the Braves, the Warriors, Council, Sachem, all get together and do something together as a group. And then there's my personal favorite, which is the bunk night. And that's because Cobbesee makes stories that everyone can be part of. It's a place where everyone's included, and the first one of those stories must include the bunk. And on bunk nights, that's what happens. All 10 or 12, or in some cases 13 or 14 boys in the oldest age groups get together and they do something that they can't do back home. This evening's bunk nights included all kinds of different things, from campfires to capture the flag, to tennis baseball, to tennis soccer, and a host of other things, all planned by the counselors and all executed with the boys and the counselors together. And it's all about creating a common story, which is ultimately what Cobbesee is all about anyway. And after that, the youngsters went straight to shower hour and then bedtime. And slowly, the warriors followed them, the council followed the warriors, and then at last, it was just the sachem shooting hoops. In fact, a few of them are still doing it, as we record this. Happily shooting hoops, they've been here so many years, who knows, countless years amongst them all. So excited to be back again, on Griff's court, under the lights, a few moths circling each light. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Blue Sheep Report for day one of second session.
It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Kavasi, and each day I make it out of the office and in the breeze and sunlight of camp itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. These times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Here's the scene. Everybody is gathered for the first flag lowering of the year. It's a big moment. Everyone's excited. There's a little bit of energy in the air, a little crackling here and there. The boys are lined up extra straight, and usually they're a little gaggly sometimes, but not tonight. Tonight they're straight. And everyone is looking expectantly toward myself and a few of the group leaders who are standing in front. And we do something called nominations for the first time. I say, does anyone have any nominations? And slowly but surely, counselors' hands raise up. And tonight, there was someone who schooled one of our amazing basketball instructors, and he got called out front. A very tall, handsome, strong council boy from New York. And a couple other boys get called up. One for hitting an in-the-field homer during baseball, which we call a French fry here because a full homer is called a tater. And a few others called up. Sometimes it's for just sweet things that happen. Sometimes it's because they acted upon our values, brotherhood, community, and sportsmanship. And then right at the end, one of the Braves counselors raised his hand, the counselor's from Jamaica, and he said in his very crisp and clean, almost British-inflected English, He said, I would like to nominate this boy because he told me that this morning he was very scared to come to camp. And he got on the bus anyways. And since he's been here, he's been really happy. And he came and told me that he was nervous at first, but he's feeling great now. So he nominated this boy who is from Long Island, East Quag. He comes forward looking very happy and he stands in front of everybody because he just is being recognized for going outside of his comfort zone. And he is very happy about it. And he's also just a little nervous. He gets up there with everybody else and the cannon sounds. We have a cannon that goes off every evening. Everybody jumps a little bit, which is always the case, the first cannon. And then all those boys, different ages, 14, 12, 10, nine, there may even have been a seven-year-old in there, take down the American flag and they fold it up, teach them how to do it. And at the end of that, I walk back to their lines to go in for dinner. And I watched this little boy, his first time at Kavasi, give everybody in his line a high five. And he looked so happy, his little face grinning ear to ear. And that Jamaican counselor looking down on him with pride, as they do. And it was just a wonderful example of what happens when a boy is surrounded by excellent examples but also the warmth of comrades who have his back and are good to him what he might admit what he might be recognized for it was a good first step for what i know is going to be an excellent session for that boy and for all the boys and that families of privacy is what i saw today so that ends our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at camp privacy for boys your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them nodding off surrounded by their friends Loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.
gladly go to our box once more. Dear Kabasi, dear Kabasi, the wishes from us be yours always, and faithful true will be to you until we meet.